Can't start it off with some goofballing. I know, I know. You know what? Because someone's gonna come and get you, take you away, roll you up, roll you up in a rug, roll you up, chuck you into the river. <laughs> That's how you get found, bobbing, tied tied up in a rug in a river. Tied up in a rug. <laughs> river float. R- rug floating in there. That's river. how you get tied up in a rug in a river. You know. That kind of behavior. Pretty sure that's just some kind of like weird southern bullshit what? that you just spouted at. Talking about. Everybody get tied up in a rug in a river. <laughs> I don't know what you're on. The about. only murder, the only crazy murder that's happened here was the what Fargo was based off of was based off of a murder that happened in my hometown. Mhm. I don't there's a lot of murders in Fargo, so I'm not sure what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. No, uh the movie Fargo, the brothers got the idea from the whole throw through wood chipper fit him to your pigs. Is that true? Type. Yeah. That happened in Mile, which is a town that's like 2 seconds away from my hometown. So two 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 Brothers murdered this dude and put him through a wood chipper and fed him to pigs. To their pigs. They still, to this day, have not found any evidence towards it. They just arrested him on hearsay, basically. It's nuts. I'm going to have to take your word for it. I don't know how to fact check that. (laughs) But the whole, put him in a rug, throw him in the river. I'm saying if you keep whisper talking to me, someone's gonna show up at house, roll you up in a rug, <laughs> toss you in the river. <laughs> Bobbing for apples, you're taking done, you know. <laughs> Bobbing for peoples is what it sounds like, dude. Jesus beats. <laughs> Bobbing for peoples. This is stupid, dude. <laughs> that sounds stupid. Half of the shit we say sounds stupid. <laughs> we just try. Dang and we dude. try and try That's and try some again. Stupid talk you're coming at me with. Oh man, dude, I've been taking care of these dogs lately, and uh, <sighs> it's like the same. Uh, okay, so I'm not trying to compare it to having kids, but I'm trying to say is like it's the same way I feel about kids with with dogs, where it's like, man, I really want a fucking dog, and then I start taking care of other people's dogs, and I'm like, man, I really don't want a fucking dog. Well, it's <laughs> you know because I mean? like, taking care of other people's dogs. <laughs> Is like all the worst parts of having a dog. Of course, yeah. the dog doesn't love you. The dog doesn't no. care about you. It just wants to eat. The dog's hungry. Yeah, feed him the damn food. You. Yeah, yeah. And it's not only yeah. dogs; it's chickens. So I'm helping. I'm feeding their chickens as well. Which that part is easy. That part you super easy. you might have drawn the short straw, my man. Legitimately, it's like it's not even the fact that these dogs are necessarily like bad dogs. Like they're they're big fucking dogs, like big old German Shepherd and a big old brown lab. But 
they're actually really lovely dogs. They're very like loving and kind. I mean, they'll they'll nip at your hands, like they'll bite your hand a little bit, but it's all playful. That doesn't sound nice. That it's, doesn't sound nice. It's playful. They're not. They're they're not gonna like break break skin or anything. <clears throat> we'll see about that, dude. They're really good dogs. It's just legitimately like I just got like I just like got home. I don't want to like take care of the dogs, and then I have to go to their house and take care of their dogs. So maybe I'm just being a little pissed. He's got gripes. Just, this has been I'm, gripe corner. <laughs> <laughs> this is gripe corner. Gripe corn with Ryan. I legit like. I just don't. I don't want to take care of these damn dogs. You know, what I mean? like it's, it's not my responsibility. God damn it! <laughs> the dog, the dog sitting has been met with a lukewarm I reaction. Like getting paid to take care of these dogs, and I just can't wait to not take care of these dogs. And it's literally the easiest job ever. I mean, I'm, I'm just making real easy money, but I just can't. Just, he, you know, he is giving a perfunctory effort to <laughs> take care of the dogs. I love them. They're they're great. Their names are Ellie and Mace, and they're they're the cutest dogs ever. I like. I legit like snuggle with them a couple times. I'm not afraid to say it. I I got jumped on the bed and snuggled with with the shepherd. She's a sweetheart, but that's redeeming. Mm. All right, that's been gripe talk. Gripe talk. Gripe corner with Ryan. <laughs> I don't know if I got any similar gripes at this point. Yeah, yeah. What have you been dealing with these days? Uh, just go be an old man. My gripes is just being old, feeling being old. creaky. <laughs> the old body's feeling creaky. The old body ain't turning I, like so it's I, supposed I, to. I ordered a new ergonomic chair from a website oh. called Amazon.com. <laughs> no way. Popular internet shopping site, Amazon.com. <laughs> and everything was all gravy, you know, all good and plenties until like the day <laughs> that the chair is supposed to show up at my house. And I just get this notification that says, your order's been canceled. Oh, God. It said like, it said like out for delivery that morning. Yeah. And I was like, cool, it's coming today. And then I was yeah. like, canceled. And I was like, what? That's my gripe, dude. Yeah, Welcome dude. back to Gripe Corner. Yeah, gripe That's talk. my gripe. Gripe talk. <laughs> Big time gripe. I have no idea what happened. It's like, uh, this is where my mind goes, right? Yeah, yeah. It goes to, we got like some kind of courier or whatever delivering this chair to me. Mm-hmm. Could be UPS. I, I don't know. Some Somebody's going to bring me the chair. They look at the big, huge box and they go, nah. <laughs> Not going to do it. Not today. That's the, that's the, the, the. <laughs> and then they just go to the order and they go, cancel. <laughs> and what else could it be? <laughs> they just look at it and like, nah, it's too many, be too much of a pain in the ass. It's a Tuesday, so <laughs> that's not happening. I'm not going to rock. Days. I'm not going to rock this thing up the hill this guy lives on. <laughs> Like legitimately, I do live dude, on a hill, you're doing so. the minimal amount of work, and they just look at your package and you're like, "Yeah." So now I'm like, I'm like, I kind of want to just reorder the same chair because it's like pretty affordable, and apparently, how ergon- it's how be- ergonomic is this chair? It's v- super adjust. There's a lot of adjustments and stuff, and it's like I so I bought a really nice chair for my studio, for my recording studio, right? But it's at the studio where it's gonna stay, right? Yeah, you don't and now the, the chair at my house is trash. Yeah. 
I'm on a track. It needs to be thrown into an abandoned pool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) And in the meantime, (laughs) it's giving my body the business. You know what I mean? (laughs) Just somewhere in a ground pool. You need to chuck it into Kentucky somewhere. (laughs) This thing is whooping my tush, dude. (laughs) This thing is seriously giving me the business, dude. Oh, my goodness. It's crazy. Like, And I want a new chair. So now I'm like, do I just bite the bullet and buy another more expensive chair? And then it will come, yeah. you know. Or do I go back to Amazon and go, please deliver me the chair I want, you know? I, I don't know. know. I just don't know what it's to do. It's one of those things where it's... That's been gripe talk with <laughs> Gripe Nate. talk. Gripe time. <laughs> We're killing it with our gripes, man. Dude, I think these are a couple of good gripes. Honestly, these are some s- primo gripes. Yeah. Dog sitting and a- Amazon canceling your packages. That's first world gripes first right world there, gripes. and those are some good ones. Yeah, it's okay. solid gripes, man. Dude, solid gripes. I'm like, I'm feeling both of our gripes. That I'm feeling them. I'm like vibing on them, but mm-hmm. like in a good, in kind of a positive way. Yeah. Like we just, we just le- leapt over these gripes, and now we're sitting on top of them like a heap of gripes, and we're like on top of them like king of the gripe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like the here I am, kings. king of the gripe. Throw me off. Like, tell, tell me what your gripe is, and you can, you can attempt to dethrone me from my gripes, but you won't succeed. My gripe pile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the gripe the can't be like, you know, I can't eat or I can't do, you know, because that's just too easy. It's like, well. Well, that that's more than a gripe. Yeah, yeah. A gripe is just a petty complaint. Exactly. <laughs> King of gripes. You know? This isn't like, this is first world problems right now I that we're dealing this has with. Been a, this has been a little bit of a therapeutic past couple minutes for me. I haven't really told anyone about this whole Amazon an ergonomic thing. chair. <laughs> I just like the description of the guy going, nah. <laughs> he looks at it and goes, nah, not going to happen. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Not a fan of this guy. That I don't thing know what looks he is. heavy. He's got a beard. I don't like it. It looks heavy. Fuck that guy. It uh, looks too heavy for me. <laughs> that guy had his own set of gripes that day. <laughs> yeah, or lady. It, I don't know. It could. Who knows who it was? He could have had like a really rough day, you know? And in which case, I I would welcome him to join me in the gripe gripe sesh. I mean, there's nothing <laughs> else to do in post-apocalyptic America right now. You know, that's what I'm saying. I just gripe uh, it up, man. Uh, you, you got slack. Slack is coming my way. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welcome to gripe zone. You know, <laughs> we can just hang out here. It's like, dude, like we're not mad at you for not delivering the chair. Just like, tell us your gripes. I'm just mad at my situation because this thing's whipping my tush, and now I want to throw it into a pool. (laughs) In some abandoned above ground pool in Kentucky. That's that's my addition to that. Ah man, living in a hexcape over here. Hexcape. (laughs) (laughs) Can we? You know, it's not a hellscape because these are just gripes. <laughs> oh, the comedic timing of that. Oh, <clears throat> oh my God, I'm crying. Oh. I'm sorry. You know what? I think we get. Oh, we, we covered the gripes. <laughs> the hellscape, that is gripes. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like secondary, yeah. dude. It's like the. Oh, man. There'll be another day we can return to the to the gripe corner. Um, I so, I I sprung this on you that I want to do a double. 
double feature. Yeah, you sprung this on me before we. You're like, hey, I'm gonna do a double feature. Let's record. Bink, and then I was just like, shit. Well, and you're welcome to gripe about it if you want. If you got gripes, yeah. Uh, But I mean, dude, I think a double feature would feel good. Yeah. Okay. I think it would. I think it would feel nice to do a little double feature. So we're both doing two songs. Is that the double feature? <clears throat> Correct. You, you you can just do the two songs. Wait wait, wait 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 wait. I think if I'm doing two songs, you got to do two. Songs. <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough. So it's gonna be an extra long, extra extra sesh. No, nah, because I think we're just gonna jump into it. Okay. Okay. No, no more no more idle idle chatter. You know. Yeah yeah yeah. All right, man. Like we we've covered it. We've covered the gripes. Okay. We got that out of the way, and now I feel ready to do the you know do a little bit of a double feature. All right. All right. Our first our first double feature. Our first one. There's going to be other ones, of course. Yeah, probably. But I think like to, it just feels right. It just feels good. It's the right time to do a double uh, feature. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're going if you're going to propose it, then you can you can throw the first song at me, I think. This is going to be a, a double my, whammy of first. Mine have to be mine are designed to sit next to each other. Okay. So maybe you throw me a song Kay. that's not because I'm not gonna. Here's the thing: I'm not gonna force you into my format because my format <laughs> currently. Love, when you tar- when you have to say something to me, you grab the mic and you're just like, "Let me tell you something." <laughs> <laughs> you just get real into that mic. You get real. I'm cozy. not gonna force you into my format. All right. Okay. My format is. I've got a thematic double feature. Okay. Right. It's gonna be okay. like Bing Bing like Bing, bing two Bongo. In a row. Okay. And they're gonna and it's and we're gonna paint a picture and it's okay. gonna be good. All right. So uh, I got. So you want me but, to do it? So first, you can you can you... just you can just hit me with the slammer. Okay. To get us into we're the gonna mood. go with uh, if we're gonna do double we're gonna go with uh, I'm gonna throw a curveball. I already told you what I was gonna do before the show show, but I'm gonna say another one. We're gonna do the King of Wishful Thinking by uh, Go West. <sighs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm already smiling. I know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm going to lob you up a softball, and then you're going to add me with two other songs, and then I'm going to make my decision what, what I'm going to go with with the, my second song. Does that sound good? <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Will I think, you- yeah, I think that's good. Like I said, I can't force you into my format. <laughs> that's just not fair. I know. I know. I know. It's just not fair. All right. All right. Hold on. I'm pulling it up. All right. Go West. King of Wishful Thinking. All right. Three, two, one, go. I'll get over you. I know I will. I'll be tearing my shit's not shaking. I'll tell myself. Set you up, dude. Is it weird that I think of you as the lead singer in this one? Is that true? I do. <laughs> I'll get over you. I know I will. Yeah. <laughs> I tell myself. That's a little secret falsetto right at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. It's just nineties gem. I mean, no, literally all I, I think about I is like go- goofy movie, like power line. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's what I think. <laughs> We're power. It's got a fingerless it. glove kind of vibe. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. 
That's a great description. This song definitely like evokes a ta- uh, like a like a wife beater tank top and a fingerless glove. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. It just has. It has that. It has that. You know? Oh, it's just so. It's so, I, dude. Oh, this is this is funny. This is like the third like '80s style track. This is a '90s song, but right. it's like so. But it's very much '80s style. Yeah, the '80s. It's like and I feel like you just Michael Jackson to pick bad. songs. You know, it's like Michael Jackson's bad's B sides. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of that's kind of the vibe yeah. I get from it. I, I mean, I you know that I'm not like a huge Michael Jackson fan. I probably right. like this song more than I like a lot of Michael Jackson songs. Fair. Um, but <clears throat> for some reason, I love this song. On paper, I should hate this song. Yeah, I know, right? Like, like it has so many of, th- of the things I would be like, dude, I just do not like <laughs> this and this and this. But And it's got all that stuff, and I really like it. <laughs> I, <just laughs> I know, right? A f- super fun awesome song you're the king you you'll get over this song you know you will but you're the king of wishful thinking you know what i mean i do think yeah the lyrics are clever i mm-hmm. like that about the song yeah uh, i love the dude's voice really um, yeah because it. it's it's got that more of a it's less of like the thing i don't love about 80s vocalists this mm-hmm. this vocalist doesn't really have that. Mm-hmm. The sort of schmaltziness of like, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> not not schmutz, like the the sort of like overly like okay, the song we did last episode, the cult, right? That right. style of vocal is like way more prevalent in on eighties, and that's like not something I really dig. Like I'm not like into that right. type of thing. Now right. I like that song, <clears throat> but this is more like. I don't know, man. This has just got a thing, you know. Yeah, it's, it's got a thing. It's it's great, dude. I got I got to hit you with the lyrics because they're 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 pretty yeah. clever. Um. All right, you ready? <clears throat> it goes. Yeah. I don't need to fall at your feet just because you cut me to the bone, and I won't miss the way that you kiss me. We were never carved in stone. <laughs> I dig it. Dude, yeah. Uh, if I don't listen to the talk of the town, then maybe I can fool myself. I'll get over you. I know I will. I'll pretend my ship's not sinking, and I'll tell myself I'm over you because I'm the king of wishful thinking. It's a great it's a great line. You know? That's what I'm saying. I think the lyrics to the song are great. Like This is yeah. a great pop song. Like yeah. Super. And th- this song is in... Uh, what's the movie it's in? Uh... I, I I only remember it being in Family Guy, some random episode I what. <laughs> okay, I don't I don't remember that. Where but. they were like on the time machine and they're like, "What was the '90s?" and then they just flash forwarded to some kid break dancing to this song and they was like, "That was basically it." <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is <laughs> a reductive just, like impression you, of you the 90s, saying but. that has 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 given me a nice flashback of something <laughs> I'm gonna add to my list here. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Oh, dude, '90s breakdancing." Yeah, I remember. Yeah, dude. Yeah. All right, I'm I'm adding it. Okay. Um, right. what is this from? Pretty Woman. This movie's in. Uh, this oh, is in Pretty okay. Woman. Which I don't. I vaguely remember. It's been yeah. so long since I've seen that movie. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, so when did this song come out then? '93. 
I believe. That's, how is that possible? This yep, the, 1993 was Aces and Kings. Oh, no, that's the best of. My bad. Let me look. Okay, did this come out on the Pretty Woman soundtrack? May have. Oh, they have a lot of singles. Uh, because uh, I'm looking it up, and this says 1990, which makes a lot of sense. This definitely sounds like... You know, Going the, into I would it, say yeah. the ni- '90s music '90s as the decade that we recognize was like from like 1992 okay. so to like '92 was it when it came out? It came out of Indian Summer, which is the name of the record. But I'm seeing a single for this song in 1990, so possibly it was right, on right, the right, right. Track but it was on long. the album uh, Indian Summer. Uh, That's kind of crazy for the song to come out as a single like a couple years I before mean, the record comes out. There was one more tune that you showed me from them that may, might rival dude, this, but we, that's basically We Close it. Our Eyes is so good. I love that <laughs> song, dude. <laughs> I love that song. Well, I refuse to give into my blues. That's not how it's going to be. And I deny the tears in my eyes because I don't want to... I don't want to let you see no... That you have made a hole in my heart, and now I've got to fool myself. I'll get over you. I know I will. You know. Um. And that's it. That's basically it. It's interesting. It's a very well written song. You know. It's it's like sort of like this, uh, you know, this anti. It's not a sad breakup song. It's like you know kind of this steadfast like you you can't hurt me right but it's also kind of like the saccharine <laughs> but it's over this like you know it's like this big right. crazy production yeah mm-hmm. so here's the things this is why i shouldn't like this song i really can't stand like 80s horn stab stuff yeah. i hate it in fact so are you I, are you a big fan? Here's a question: Are you a big mm. fan of Higher Love by by uh, uh, Steve Winwood? Yeah, I really dig that song. Obviously, that song's sick. Once again, yeah. it's just like it's just like kind of you should hate it. So but. ubiquitous with the era and like such a well crafted pop song that it sort of like rises over right. a lot of things. But here's the thing: um, I was. Flew to Minnesota to get to pick up a car to drive it back to Atlanta. Okay, right, mm-hmm. which I was talking about on the last episode. Yeah, um, and I grabbed it's just a stock radio in the car that a CD player, and that was all it had. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was at my folks' house, so I was like, "There's a zillion CDs there," mm-hmm. and I was like, "I'll just grab a bunch of CDs and just listen to the CDs on my way." You down. found Go West. Is that what you're no, doing? No, no, oh, okay. no, no. I did not. Yeah, I don't I would think my not, dad would have had that. I would record. not be surprised if, if Paul Washburn didn't have Go West Indian stuff. Well, here's the thing, and this is part of why I'm not into 80s music much, is because this type of like 80s pop is like not something my dad likes at all. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just like not really in his collection, so I wasn't really exposed to it much. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, it just... Just, yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm damaged goods, man. Nah, no, it's okay. Um, but there, the, like, we spend, so, like, this is this is my point about this song. This this is my point about this song that I think. Okay, make it, and then I got to finish my little story. You got it. Yeah. Um, This song slaps. 
obviously. And <laughs> yeah. the reason it slaps is to me, it's like we spend so much time, like especially you and I, like not purposefully, but I think you maybe not so much because you're a producer and you have to listen to everything. But for me, I spend so much time like bagging on pop music and how pop music just kind of sucks nowadays and how it, it's like this is a prime example of how it, it got it right and it just transcended my biases and my stigmas towards like pop music and it's like no you can make a really good fucking pop song this is how you know what i mean like it's like i don't know anybody that can universally be like that song fucking blows just be what why why because you like <laughs> i'm don't, sure there's somebody yeah yeah why because you don't like the production okay that's fine you know what i mean that's that's totally valid but also it's fucking slays and it's good for some you reason I mean? the like, production on this song works i think also because it's like so late like it's 1990 that there's it's like right. super clear like the production's like really pristine mm-hmm. um okay so i'm gonna finish my story real quick go ahead um, and it only relates slightly, but I think it kind of illustrates something here. Yeah, yeah. So I'm grabbing a bunch of CDs and, you know, a bunch of stuff I know I love. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Sure. Uh, Hotel California. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Just like some good records. Some Life records in the I'm Fast Lane, bro. It's a great song. Man. <laughs> I do love that song. <laughs> yeah. Life in the Fast Lane. Joe Walsh um, is kicking ass. Yeah, he's got he's got a couple good tunes on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and so I just get a bunch of records. So a couple of them are my records. So you know, from like when I was a teenager or whatever. Right. And it's a bunch of my dad's. You know, like some Steely Dan records, whatever. And I also grabbed <laughs> uh, Phil Collins' "No Jacket Required," and because I was like, oh yeah, like this is such. Uh, this I have is. that on vinyl. And here's the thing. So in my head, I was like, oh yeah, this record has. Uh, in the air tonight on it i was like of course it does this is like the quintessential phil collins record Shut up, it does up. not have that song on it no, that it song is like a few years later no nope. and Joe jacket required has like uh take me home which is a great fucking song i love it <laughs> you're getting song so bad. up i love that record i have it on vinyl i listen i love it front to finish so that's the thing is like i'm you. listening to this record and i'm just like I honestly don't like it. Like, I'm just like, I don't like this record at all. Really? really? Like, it's, to me, it's just so corny. Like, the <laughs> horns and the production and everything, I'm just like, uh And I just got so fatigued listening to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, uh, which which songs do you say, like, Take, Take Me Take Home? Take Me Home, dude. That's a good song. And Inside Out is a good song. Yep. Um, Whatever the say, one, like, I think it's just called Tonight, Tonight, but the Tonight, 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 Whoa. You know what I'm talking uh, about? I'm not sure. I don't. I, uh, I just don't really gonna like. Gonna make I mean, it right tonight. The, the basically, yeah. I listen to it. I'm just like, dude. I just most of this I would just never probably put on again. Mm-hmm. I had assumed this was that I had listened to this before, like yeah. front to back. I've probably heard it before. Yeah, but, and I've and I've for sure heard the song Susudio because it's like really <laughs> great dumb. fucking song. <laughs> I just think it's a stupid song. I love that song, dude. I think you need but to just take like, that back, sir. And <laughs> I know I'm coming across as a Phil Collins hater because I, You're I mean, but it's like his Collins, some of his dude. some of his big hits I really like. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I do like, but it's like this production is so corny to me. Like the the horn, the keyboard horns that just you know. It yeah. sounds like it. It to me, it just sounds like a church lady playing it on her little Casio keyboard, you know. Yeah. Like it. 
I don't know. It just it just rubs me the wrong way, and it just it takes it like totally breaks the immersion of like listening to the music. So sure. when I hear something like this Go West song, it's like it kind of just breaks out of that a little bit. It's enough like the horns right. sound authentic enough that it doesn't bother me, and the and the and also just like they the, sound authentic to you. To me, they sound they like sound authentic going, enough to me. If like you compare that, Toto that concert that we love, that <laughs> no, no, no. But what I'm saying is, the Go West song sounds a certain way. If you go back and listen to something like that Phil Collins record, it's even worse. The production's even more corny, cheesy, whatever. Sure. So there's just like some there's something happening there that kind of like allows me to get into it more. Right. But I don't know. That's a that's a long winded way of saying that I dig this song. This song slaps. Mm-hmm. The Go West, King of Wishful Thinking. I think it's a great you know pop it, song. Dude. Yeah, dude. It slaps. Yeah, and the drumming and yeah, it's great. It's great. It All slaps. Right. Double feature me, my man. You ready to Yeah, I got my last one. I, I I guess what what we'll do is since yours like is two in a row, we'll we'll do your two and then Okay. Then I'll do my last one. Here's the one. thing. I'm trying to evoke uh you know trying to trying to get you in a specific headspace here mm-hmm. so you're gonna have to put the songs back to back in a little playlist okay okay so the first song is gonna be the song is called cosmic messenger okay which you maybe have heard this song before jean luc ponty yes John Luke Pawnee, the song is Cosmic Messenger. Okay. We're going to go to Add to Q. As long as the songs play back to back, then I'm happy. Yeah, what's the next one? The next one is going to be the artist is Dosh, D-O-S-H. And you got to go to the record Tommy. And then you got to go to the song "Call the Kettle." Dude, dude, I don't care about Luke Bryant right now. <laughs> dude, also talk about like a bullshit artist. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't say that. Hey, hey, sweet fucking Jesus, man, that guy is hot garbage. Gosh. Sorry, I'm still looking. I've got it. I just cool. Okay, it's, it's easy, bro. All right, man. All right, now you got to turn off your uh, turn off some of your lights. It's too bright in there, dude. We got to vibe okay. it up, dude. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, I don't even know why I have this main light on. Hang on, hit buddy. that light, my man, dude. We got to. Is that okay? Let me look real quick. Or do I need this big one off? Because that's going to take all the light off. Uh, I feel like you got just you can have the small one on, but that big one's got to go, my man. How about this? Does that work? I mean, that's better. Okay. That's better. I mean, you just got to get in the mood, you know? <laughs> all right, man. We're going for a ride, dude. We're doing, going for a psychedelic ride through Groovy Town. I got to get you in the right headspace. All right, bro. Headspace is there. Oh, you got yours down, too. <laughs> Dude, because we're about to vibe out. <laughs> All right, bro. 
Uh, this is going to be good. All right. So you got to imagine yourself. Mm-hmm. You got a van. You got a van, and on the side, you got like a you got like a Norse god painted on the side of it, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you got like Thor, god of thunder, painted on the side of your of your midnight flat black van. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. You're getting in there. Yeah. And you're like, I got to get out of town. You're driving from L.A. <laughs> you're just going. You're going to Mesa. You're okay. just heading out. It's the middle of the night. And you're like, what do I, oh, dude, I got to be in the right mood. Yeah. So then you, you crank, you, this is, this is how you start your, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's two, it's two, uh, two forty eight, two forty eight in the, in the AM you're going out and you're cranking. Th- these are the first two songs on your playlist. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Let me know. All right. Let's count it down. Three, two, one, play. <laughs> You gotta go full, yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> We're in the dark, bro. Dude, we are. This is what I'm talking about. Got a spook dude. track going right now. Okay. I'm I'm very excited. <laughs> Digging those rack toms. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like the Zelda melody, the Gerudo melody. <laughs> yeah, it is a little no, bit. No, 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 no. Dude. I don't know this for sure, but I'm assuming the Japanese love this song. I bet they this did. Is, yeah. Next is called the kettle, right? Right away. Yes, right away. All right. Did that like weird buzzing in my ear in the right? It's like me. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Yeah, dude. That drumming, man. Jesus, man. All right, there you go. Double feature. Wow. I think I changed my my song, my last song. <laughs> Fuck. Right, gotta, I'm going to turn my light back up. All right. <clears throat> Yowza. Yowza, bro. That was I cool. wanted to I wanted to also, break it by up. By the way, perfect description of like what I'd be want to be listening to as I'm doing I know, things. man. I was just—I mean, I know you, and I was like, getting like, dude, on a we, dodged. I well, wanted to toured, get away from just—you've toured, just, you've toured yeah. with me, and you know, like what I like when I when we're when we're in the middle of nowhere, and you know, we like listening to weird shit like that, like where it's like, ah, oh, I think I got a perfect one too. I think I got a perfect one for my send off, but yeah, I mean, I always keep uh, like a night driving playlist if I'm on tour or whatever, dude, I think I've that got, it just helps me yeah. to like, you know, I don't know. Just like you want to be in a certain mood, you know, you want to be able yeah. to appreciate that you're getting to do this cool thing. And, and I also want to just take us like, we, you know, we do a lot of pop songs and whatever, and that's great. Right. But it's like, dude, I mean, when I think about music that like both of these songs really stick with me like i like cosmic messenger that record mm-hmm. um is a record my dad played all the time when i was growing up mm. and i love the whole record's awesome and it's like to me it's like up there with like all the great like classic rock records that i oh yeah know, 
This is, you know. You know what, what one, uh, you know, uh, this is going to be a little heart-wrenching, but <clears throat> um, talking about, but when we would tour uh, during the early stages of Blank Page, our second band that we played in and we toured in a lot, um, Elwood would play Wish You Were Here all the time. Yeah. And I remember that vividly. And like yeah. that's probably why it's my favorite record because I was on a tour with a rock band whilst listening to, you know, like one of the best rock records of all time. But Wish You Were Here yeah. is my favorite because I loved Welcome to the Machine because that was his favorite song and he would play it yeah. all the time. And now it's my favorite, coincidentally, my favorite Pink Floyd song because of him, you know. Sure. I mean, yeah. And because they played it on the road. And it's that weird, like, that weird synth, you know, like that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like thing that's oh, going that's, on. But that's my favorite Floyd record for it's sure. It's a like, beautiful, like, driving record, especially, like, yeah. night driving record. And you would never know it unless you toured the country, you know, at in the middle of, like, 3 a.m., 4 a.m., mm-hmm. and... You're just blasting this shit while all your bandmates are like passed out in the back, you know. Yeah. But I have one that like I think will hold up to like what we're what we're talking about. But those cool. were sick, dude. That oh, Dosh yeah, song was awesome. I was getting real <laughs> into it. I don't. know. You couldn't see me because I had yeah. like the thing. The I didn't the need. I didn't off. need to see you. But I was just yeah. sitting there like you know following that those cadences the drummer was doing, and it's like fuck, dude. It's so rad. I think about that song all the time yeah. like it's like always in the back of my mind for some mm-hmm. reason i don't know that one song it's so weird that melody is like yeah. i can always i always hear that and it's a it's, it's very inspired jazzy me a, you know yeah it, it has a jazz I, would, I certainly wouldn't say that this is jazz like it because mm-hmm. i think jazz i don't want to put too many rules on right what is what but jazz usually ha- is like feels like improvisation yeah, yeah. And this feels like a pretty constructed, produced song, right, although right, there's, right. like, elements of it. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think that's fair. It, gave, I think it like- gave me the same feeling, like, I feel... It's, like, the exact opposite how I feel about, like... Like, when I wake up in the morning, I like Coltrane. Like, I listen to A Love okay, Supreme sure. in the morning, yeah. and that, like, really gets me amped. With a pot of coffee and, like, Love Supreme, you know? Just that... that you know, like, that sax coming in right there? Yeah. That's kind of it's like the opposite of that for me with this with that Dosh song, and then with that 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 uh, with uh, the uh, the first John one Lupani Cosmic song? Messenger, that one got me like real like I'm in the van with Nate, Elwood, Tim, and fucking Becky, Becky and we're yeah. like we're let's like touring the Midwest, and it's like we're just jamming and everybody's just kind of like what's this song and then we all look at each other and, and oh it's this this and then we're like oh cool and we're just like kind of jamming you know like as we're bop, <laughs> yeah. bopping around at 3 a.m it's like when we had that daw joke and when we were coming into minneapolis off of a really long tour i think we were coming from illinois or something and we were just getting into minneapolis and you and i were doing that <clears throat> Duh. you know like that thing oh but we're like it's that. like one of those songs while we're listening to that like dicking around but it's beautiful yeah i don't know man it's just like this this sort of uh like i like i said i mean i obviously i'm i know you enough to know kind of what is gonna you know trigger certain things or whatever 
But yeah, the, both of these songs this made me and miss also touring. To, you asshole. Yeah, I wanted to group these <laughs> together because they're instrumental. Yeah. And uh, I mean, dude, for me, these are just two absolutely ripe slappers. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm and very in a way, much... in a way, yeah, in a way that's just very like you know the opposite of what you were playing earlier, which I also think is a great song, but yeah. it's a pop song, and it's like, dude. Well, that's why I, I changed yeah. my. I think I have a good one. I have a good okay. one to send yeah, us off. Cool, but yeah, I, I legitimately like this is one of those songs where, so it's it's one of those songs where it's like it just puts me in a certain mood. You know what I mean? Like it makes me it puts me in in like oh oh nine or 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 ten or eleven esque uh, touring for, for you and me, where it was like being on the road coming home from a late night gig you know we didn't want to stay at the wherever we were staying and we we ended up just trudging home and it's it's like four in the morning and you know the sun's about to come up it's still dark but and then there's just we're just listening to like these really obscure like jazz tracks that's when you and i would like everybody else would be passed out and you and i were kind of the night hawks with that and we we'd like listen to this shit as we're driving into Minneapolis, you know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. that's, that's this, it's a weird like spot that it put me in, but I'd love it. Yeah. Well, it definitely. Slaps. I think that's like one of the benefits of like music, like these two songs, which they're not, I mean, I'm not going to say these songs are like particularly similar to each other. Cause I don't, right. Other than being instrumental, I don't think they're yeah. like really that similar, but they yeah. do work like back to back. They do have a thing. Um, right. And but I do think that instrumental music, it has al- its time. Like yeah. it allows you to to attach feelings to it, like in a different way. Also, um, I was gonna say unfair, man. I didn't know. I didn't know instrumental music was 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 not off limits. I guess there's nothing. There's no bounds. You know. Yeah. Like, what what kind of off limits was there? <laughs> but I think I have a good like in betweener. Okay. But like, uh, yeah, man. No, dude. That that was great. I really liked them. Yeah, I was you gotta, really. If you haven't jammed uh, some John Luke Pawnee records, you gotta yeah, do it, man. The dude I is so cool. Have never. We'll you know. we'll talk more because he's got a whole he's got a whole awesome history and he's because he's a violinist. Yeah, tell me, tell me. Yeah. You, well, you I don't want to get into it too much because I want to get to your song and and we okay, dude. We could we could do some more stuff. I'm, he's on some other records that aren't you know. I'm not going to yeah. give it all away. You can look it That's up. That's rad. Want, but it's rad, dude. That was that was. Really he's cool. awesome. Specifically, I I think I have I might have two copies of that record here at my house. Yeah. Um, but man, I just love it. He's his his record before that's called Enigmatic Ocean, which is also really good too. Yeah. But just cool. Just a really cool. I think a little bit underappreciated as far as like that. You know, seventies kind of classic rock, prog rock, whatever you want to call that. You know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think it's. I think. He's underappreciated Legit- for it- for probably younger people. Like I think. Yeah. Like younger people who might be into that type of stuff like psychedelic type of like interesting kind of legit like, you your description of it is like perfect it's like you're you're driving out in the middle of the desert and it's dark and you're just listening and there's to like this. there's like stuff there that even you know like the beginning and the outro like even feels like almost like a john carpenter score like sure. it's like really it's like really kind of spooky and atmospheric right. and stuff and it's like dude i just feel like that that's ahead of its time man right like, 
it's so cool and like yeah i don't know i don't got a lot more to say about it other than i just think everybody tell me about the dosh thing the dosh thing was sick dude that that last we'll go into dosh we'll go into dosh real quick Mm -hmm. once again this is a minneapolis native (laughs) Um, that makes sense because that's what it made me feel like. It made me feel like, <laughs> dude. It made me feel like those long nights where we we drive back to many, the the cities instead of staying at the venue. Because when we were in a band together in college, Nate and I, we we'd come back usually that night and try to make the uh, curfew because we weren't to a christian college and they didn't let us in after a certain time so i forgot and if we that. didn't make it we'd, we'd end up going to a perkins or passing out in the van until we could get into our dorm and then we'd pass out there yeah so dosh is i became aware of him because he was touring and playing with andrew bird who I'm a big fan of. Yeah. Especially, uh, I guess specifically on Armchair Apocrypha, which Were is Were you cool ever a Messersmith man? Uh, I never Messer? I never got into him as much. Yeah. Um I not don't dislike him or anything. He just never right. never hit. None of his records ever hit for me. Yeah. Um But yeah, so he he played with him and that's how I that's how I became aware of him. Sure. And but he he's do, he's done these like solo records. And man, they're just they're cool. Yeah. This is a cool record. This Tommy record's really cool. Nobody knows this thing. You know what I mean? Like Right. Nobody knows this record. <laughs> it's so, it's super absurd. I'll listen to it, man. That's really nice. Yeah. Uh, especially it's like, Night Drive. It's also dude, not like of his stuff, it's not like a, one of his I don't think it's one of his more popular records. Dude, add me to that night driving playlist you no, I'll, add, I would, I'll add you I would like this it. song on on spotify has twenty two thousand plays <laughs> which it's insane to me because i'm like this is like this song has so much staying power like yeah. in my life right um i just think that's so crazy but it's this weird dude to is me because incredibly they're, they're, talented yeah yeah the song i have is like by a band that's like i don't really care for their other stuff but like this one song just got me in a certain way Mm-hmm. You know, and it's kind of a similar, but I'll just say Dosh is an interesting guy to follow because you'll find like he's always kind of playing with people and doing interesting stuff. So it's like you'll like he's contributed to so many cool records and and yeah. um he's just yeah he's just an interesting person to follow because yeah you just like not only is he super connected to the Minneapolis scene, um but like I think he did a remix for like Bon Iver cuz I was Bon Iver is like super connected with that group of people right. too. Um but yeah, just it's it's interesting. He's like he'll if you want to get into a weird especially if you're not from Minneapolis, if you want to get into like a weird like stream of music that's going to like dude, the Minneapolis music scene is bonkers. There's so much it's, stuff happening yeah, and none of it an, ever leaves. It's just sits. No. It just sits it's there. It's a blood clot that just sits. A creative <laughs> Dude, that clot. is a perfect like description of it. It and is it's definitely why, it's a clot. That's why I couldn't I just why I felt like I couldn't stay because Right. I, I, but there's that, so much good music that comes out of there. And it, yeah. and I was very fortunate to to even move there. Like it's it's yeah. beautiful. It's a beautiful city. It's just really like the music there. I, yeah, I've heard some of like the best musicians. I mean, I lived in LA and I've lived in Chicago and I've been all over the states. And dude, like, 
Like Minneapolis has some kind of like magic on it with music in particular, where or or art in particular, where it's just, it's just like I think there's just something about the mind. The mindset is just like you're you're very content to just stay and right. do your thing there. And I don't know. I didn't feel that way. I felt no. like I wanted to do. I wanted to get out and. But why? I, I just wonder. I wonder what that what that is why people feel that way in, in that city i don't i don't I get, get it. it it's just very comfortable it's just like and not everybody's that way but there's just so much cool music that happens and it's just like nobody's ever touring no one ever goes anywhere else right you know that might even be like local celebrities you know what i mean but it's like right. nobody will know who it is or what it you know it's just right like nothing but that's it just speaks to the environment is like really robust if you are a great musician you got like great radio stations that'll play your stuff great record right. stores to sell your records and amazing places to go Shout play shows yeah yeah it's just like you kind of have everything you want without really sacrificing a lot of the stuff you normally have to to be mm-hmm. a successful musician mm-hmm. um so i yeah i kind of get it it didn't appeal to me like to stick and and i wasn't good at networking in that world you right. know what i mean like i wasn't i wasn't successful in that way and all my opportunities came elsewhere and so i was like i'm gonna get out of here because mm-hmm. i don't feel like i've got the opportunities for me aren't here at home and i could just keep grinding it out and have fun and right out with my friends or i could try to try to make a living doing this so right all right anyway those are my songs we can both agree they're big time slappers big time turn, slappers. turn the lights off you know hit get get in the recliner yeah you know, maybe go out maybe go outside maybe just like lay in the grass you know what yeah I mean? mm-hmm. good vibes all right, hit me with your hit me with your tune. All right, man. This one, I think you know this one, but we're gonna do the same thing, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pref or I'm gonna give you like a little scenario as well. Um, okay. So imagine it's like early 2000s, and we're we're on on the road in the middle of the winter, and we're just driving home from a from a pretty good gig, but we're just all exhausted and and. Uh, I threw this. I think this is pretty much when I introduced this song to you, when I showed you this tone. Actually, I think you were passed out in the dorm, and I started playing it. But uh, the band, I'm not like a huge of. They were like a really power pop band, but they made this one song, and then they became Rain Akindo. And uh, it's, uh, of oh, course, we've all seen the sun okay. by. Uh, um, oh man. Uh, this day and age, of course, we've all seen the sun. Yeah. I listened to it the other day, and it still holds up. This song in particular, the whole record, not so much, but this song is. Yeah, I think the record gets a little samey. It gets really um, like yeah, but this song in particular. So turn off your lights if you can. Okay. Turn off <laughs> yeah, your lights quick. I was say to me, it's funny that you. Like in my mind, this song almost feels like summertime. I think like really I have a different association. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I'm down. I'm down to just no. This mind. song, uh, especially after that Dosh one, I was like, this is like the closest thing I got to it. I literally listened to it every night when I closed at the coffee shop, and it felt like just a winter's. Really? Okay, I haven't, I haven't listened to this song in probably ten years. So yeah, dude, I'm okay. ready to jam it. You got it, Bell and Hammer. Yeah. This day and age, mm-hmm. uh, of course, we've all seen the sun. Call me out. Three, two, one, play. Hello. Yeah, man. So that was mine. <laughs> <laughs>
Jam it. Jammed it. Dude, it's a great Did it up. Man. It's I remember I remember you woke I I woke you up to that track. I don't remember that, but I believe it. Yeah. I remember you and Jeremy like jamming it mm-hmm. big time, man. Wearing the grooves out on that thing. <laughs> um and and I think I did too. Um mm-hmm. yeah, I remember I woke you up to it one time in in uh we were in Phillips and uh in Phillips. I, yeah, yeah. You were sleeping Man, on is, my wait, roommate's bed, was, I think. At one point. And uh it was one of the Nahelio. None of this is I know. Nahelio had our own suite, remember? We at one point we did and wait, you, wait. you would just come. I lived in Phillips. You did, but and you you lived in Carlson. you were out of college at this point, or you were no, because I remember this being on my computer. So this must have been the year I was there, because yes, because it may have been, but it, you were it came you out. You were. It says this record is two thousand six. Yeah, yeah. We were, were not roommates. No, no. You were supposed to be for the Nihilio suite, and then you you dropped out, and then we all the Nihilio boys had had our own. Sweet and Phillips. I definitely had this on my computer when I was there. Probably the second semester I was there. I was only there two Possibly. semesters. So, but I remember playing it, and you were like, "Dude, what is this?" I remember you. I woke you up, but I would have already. Got, I would have already had it. I know, I know. Computer. But we literally like I the my 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 like memory of this having this record was I played that song to wake you up basically because you were out. And we had just played a show the night previous, and then I was waking you up basically, and you were like, "Dude," because I think you used to, because I used to, it used to be Nihilio, and then, oh, what was his name? There's one guy that like, I think it was, <laughs> I miss that guy. That guy was a fun roommate. I can't remember his name, but he he was my my roommate because I was the only one that was in the band that didn't have a roommate because you weren't going to school at that time. Bob, that was it. It was Nihilio and Bob, sweet, basically, and 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 Bob was my roommate, but he was gone, and then you slept in his bed that night, and then I just like kind of put it on my computer that your dad gave me, by the way, like made me the that that remember that like old school like Apple. Yeah, I think that PC. was my that was maybe my old computer. Yeah, yeah, he gave yeah. me that, and and it was an Apple G five. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then I gave, I played that song and you were like, dude, who is this? And I was like, I was like, dude, this is like this day and age or whatever I showed you. I was like, the band's not that good, but this song is sick. You know, you you were like, dude, that bass. The story sounds very believable to me. I do not have the memory of that. That's fine. And it doesn't seem to add up to me the timeline wise, but it it was a weird, it was a weird time because I, I remember being like, I thought you knew about them. I felt kind of privileged that I was for the for once the guy that like showed you a song. Well, I'm not going to take that away from you right yeah, now. Yeah, then. no, you can, you can. No, no, I no. Mean, I because I just don't. I have no. I remember listening to this song in Phillips. Yeah, yeah. And this record, but in my mind, it was when I lived with Joe, which was the one year that I was there. That was I a just fun, had it. That on was my a fun computer. year. We played a lot of Shadows of Colossus and. <laughs> Yeah, because I bought not a, a lot of going. I class. bought an old PS2. Yeah, because man, I, this is going down a dumb nostalgic road <laughs> that we don't even need to go down right now. This is Again. this is just for us. This probably needs to be edited down. All but right, all right, all right. The, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be. But 
it no, it might be but... boring. Boring is all heck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I, me and Joe stood in line to buy play- PlayStation threes. Yeah, I remember that. Remember that? Yeah. And then we sold, sold them each for like twelve hundred bucks each or something like that. Yeah. So then we had a bunch of pocket change, mm-hmm. which was nice. Yeah, dude. And okay, so I think you may be right about this record and this time. Yeah. Actually, I think you are right. Yeah. So because it saying- came out in August, which meant mm-hmm. it would have been the very beginning of the wait. No, you're not right. Maybe, or you might be right. There, you, there might be like some weird they had jumble. A, they had a record before that that was kind of sucked. Because because we started college August, uh, twenty uh, two thousand six. Yeah, that's when we started, and that's when this record came out. Is like right when we right. started. Right, right, right. So it's very likely I did have it on my computer. Now you absolutely could have showed it to me. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't discover this band on my own for no. sure. Well, the band, the band. I I hate to say it, and and you know. They were better as Reina Kendo because they became Reina Kendo. I don't even but, know if I like Reina Kendo though. It was a better I thing. I don't know. It was more jazzy. Like but the 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 thing was is like the singer was like really kind of turned me off to him because like his his lyrics were really like posy posy Christian type things. But in this song, he's very minimally, you know, like doing his thing, and it's mostly just the band kind of showing off a little bit. Mm. It's a little bit of a band flex, that song. Yeah. I, but, so I'll say this. Uh, like, th- this song, yeah, it's got, i got some good memories attached to it, and, like, it's pretty, I, I, like, a couple of little things are pretty catchy. But it's, like, in general, like, there's a lot of stuff I don't like about this song. <laughs> you really? Know what I mean? Yeah, I would say there is a lot of things I don't like okay. about it. But not not to say that I, I'm I love, not, I'm not. I love I'm not, the bass. The bass, I'm like, not really giving it a in. not slap, necessarily. Okay. I don't know what I'm giving it yet because, like, I kind of have to fight. I, I have two things pulling at me: my own nostalgia, yeah, yeah. I am nostalgic for this time, right? Um, I don't really like like the record doesn't sound very good. No, the record's and, not not as a whole is not. The and greatest. like the vocal production's dumb. Like I yeah. hate the way they do the vocals and like yeah. Uh, no, I, I I like I said like, like I'm of, not like, a huge there's, there's fan a lot of, stuff of the band. I don't like about it and like. Yeah, the song's way too long, and it kind of never. It doesn't really go anywhere. No, um, but I kind of like that. Yeah, it, it's, but it, it's it, it does. It's very like I said, very nostalgic for me. Definitely brings up a a time. Yeah, a time of my life. I'm not. I I also maybe feel this sours a little bit because I'm not. I like aspects of that time of my life, but there's a lot of. Things I don't like about it. Yeah, um, you know, I think I kind of have some sour memories of that era. Really? Um, yeah. I mean, you, I you want, you you care to elaborate on that? On that? <laughs> I don't know that I have like super fond. I'm not super fond of Nihilio, like you know, of doing the band that much. I'm not, you know, right. Probably less than everyone else in the band because I've done. I mean, I, I think me, Blank this is gonna make me sound a like a jerk, band. but yeah, like everything else, everything I did after that, I liked better. Yeah, um, and I think I made. Once again, I don't want to sound like a jerk because I love all the guys that we played together right. with in Helio, but I think I made stronger 
bonds and friends with all the other people, like all the other bands outside of it. after that. Like I, and this isn't necessarily like anyone's fault, but I like, I, yeah, I mean more, I'm more connected to a lot of the other bands I did afterwards. And I do think like creatively, I just, I'm more satisfied with the things I did after Nihilio. And Nihilio felt like kind of like a very, I felt extremely confused and <laughs> conflicted just in, in that time of my life. Just, there was yeah. a lot of like, just a lot of, like, I just didn't know who I was really when I did that, that band. And that right. band was part of that weird identity crisis. So we were all like pretty. Sorry, anyone who. <laughs> <laughs> pre twenties or twenty year olds, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and I and I say that know. knowing full well that like I know there's a lot of cherished memories for a lot of our friends from that mm-hmm. time, and I don't want to necessarily like paint that in a bad light because I don't. It doesn't have to do with anyone else. It took a weird in, turn, in, but yeah. <laughs> well, but I think it's like you know, and this doesn't. Yeah, you can decide how much of this you want to leave in, like how pertinent <laughs> it is to our discussion. We'll, we'll figure it out. But it's. I mean, I think more just like you and me, like I think you know too that I have a more complicated um relationship with that time and Yeah. Um and well, yeah. I knew I knew that you and I would make a better thing and not necessarily yeah, yeah, a better thing. You know what I mean? Like it it was just a yeah. better thing. Oh, Blank Page is a better band by you a know? million miles. Yeah. Um and but yeah, and I'm I, like my memories of Blank Page that doesn't Blank necessarily Page is a harder band to be in was like a harder time probably just with us like tr- figuring out how yeah. to but I cherish those memories so much cuz I felt like I was like doing the thing I wanted to do and like I felt like I was expressing myself the way I wanted to express myself and with Nihilio I just felt like I was sort of just along for a ride that I didn't really have a lot of control right. over and then like I was pouring a lot of my self into it and not seeing myself in the reflection of it right. so much. Like, that's really vague. Like, that doesn't really factor into it. Didn't but I matter, do think, dude. Like, we were a shitty screamo band in Minneapolis. It's like a dime <laughs> a dozen in that in I just that felt era. so conflicted in that time because I was like, I don't want to... This is not the type of music I want to make, and this is right. not the type of, you know, like... It wasn't I, the music that you and I both didn't want to make. Well, know, I just... So. Like, there was this realization of, like, if this band is to be successful, it needs to get like simplified and stupefied a little bit and then and like the things that make it successful are the things i don't like about it right and (laughs) and it was like you know and i and i wanted to be successful and that was like not that it's wrong to want to feel that way but i want i was sort of like willing to be to like just dumb down what we wanted to do to make it better and whatever and i don't know that just wasn't that wasn't fun for me i just felt like like as an artist i just felt really like unfulfilled with a lot of that so i don't look back on that time like with rose colored glasses really so right whatever and like like i said everything i've done since then i'm like so proud of so and he um, should be yeah, and it's like, and I know that re- that my relationship that's way different than like you or like anybody else in the band. Hey man, so don't let me to... in. Don't let me into that shit. No, I mean I know like <laughs> you and I went on to do way cooler things, right? You know, and we've done yeah. a lot of cool things since then. But like I said, I also it's, know like a it's lot of weird people in that for band, me because I. It's not necessarily rose colored glasses. It's more. It's more like. It's like how people feel, like like how football players feel about their senior year of high school. You know what I mean? Like 
that's kind of how I felt about Nihilia, where it's just like, yeah, man, I mean, it was it was a blast. You know, I'm, I'm obviously going to do better stuff, but it was just a lot of fun, you know, hanging out with these six dudes that became my best friends for, like, a couple, you know, years, and then it was done. And then literally, like, I barely talked to anybody except for you. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's because we continued to do it, whereas well, I don't- didn't. I don't know that that's the case. Like I said, I'm not trying to show, throw shade on anybody that was in the band with us. I don't like, think you are. Well, here, I'll just jump and say the... So, I'm not nostalgic for that time. Mm-hmm. And a big reason is because that was just kind of a weird time in my life where I, I felt, I don't know, pretty conflicted. I didn't really know who I was. And there were a lot of things going, you know, going wrong and going maybe going right and it was just like it was a very confusing time for me so and there there's a lot of stuff that i i do like and like i'm we became friends in that time so it's like i'm nostalgic for that of course but so there there's there's just too many confusing like memories there for me and i think that muddles some of the like music and everything it just like sure. makes that time kind of mushy in my head it's a weird and like, this song is kind of like this song yeah cuz i mean i really hated being at north central like yeah yeah a lot i hated being there and it was only there for a year right. so but then i was back there all the time to do band stuff so it was kind of like this weird this is weird it's just a weird time so yeah i mean i think this song brings up a lot of like negative <laughs> Nostalgia <laughs> a little bit. Just it's like, weird, man. Because you know, for me, it's like a weird clarity song. It's I like think, a weird I think like you. You have a better relationship with with the. Sometimes you have a better relationship with the past. I feel like you have a pretty good. Uh, I feel like you've always had a good mindset about like growing up, high school times, and I think. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not to say you've had you've had some you've been down in the dumps before, my man. <laughs> you know, you've had your you've moments. You've seen it. You've seen I, it as, as we, yes, as we all have. The first but I record think we ever recorded, I was with, going through some turmoil, and you were like, "Good lord!" And that was like this time. This yeah. that was this time. So it's like around it to yeah. me. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's some rough, a little there's bit some after, rough but, stuff there in my head. Yeah, yeah, but there's it, some it rough just, stuff in my head. Yeah, yeah. But it, so it just like, gave me that I don't same. Know. When I hear this, it gave me that same like dark time, dark or driving down in the dark, you know, like road trippy type thing in in gotcha. in, the, in the in the middle of the night, snowing outside. It's freezing cold. Like we're all just like exhausted, yeah. and we're all just getting. Dude, in I have a weird. Show. I so I have this weird memory of this song right, that's interesting. I was in Duluth. Okay. I don't remember with who because it's a little confusing to me cuz uh, you know about who I would have been with at this time. But mm-hmm. I was with somebody in Duluth, we were hanging out and so there was a like we were we pulled up I think it was, yeah, we were in our car. It was like really nice summertime. Mm-hmm. Windows were down and we pulled up and the car pulled up next to us and was blasting this song. Like really loud. Really, and I'm just like being like so confused because this is not like a popular song. No, like, not something that you would ever expect to hear. But the song was blasting like so loud, and the guy was just like having this great day. And so it's just, like weird. I have this weird summertime memory of this car rolling yeah. up beside me playing this song. And yeah, I, like, I always. Oh, it's super weird. Age, like really loud. 
I think that makes. So I've got I've got a very summertime, and also when I heard this stuff, it was definitely like late late summer, probably when I heard it. I don't think so, but because that's when it came out. That's when it came out. Yeah, came out in August. You may have so. Not when I. If you're saying you you showed it, when I why are you saying that? When I showed it to you, it was it was it was middle of the winter. That's why I've always had that like winter vibe. (laughs) You have this, dude. We are very specific, contrary to each other. You know what I mean? I think so. You're saying you you got you weren't into this record for like months like this right i mean i didn't i probably heard this record like a, a year later honestly mostly most of yeah, like the stuff we that, got some conflicting memories about it yeah yeah i don't know i'm gonna say this i'll say check out this song yeah listen to it yeah maybe you'll like it i'm gonna i don't like i decided i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> but i'm not gonna not recommend it i do think it's worth listening to i think the production's kind of dumb yeah uh and the vocals are produced in a real stupid way. Yeah, but there's some kind of catchy, kind of vibe out, dude. I it love might that. Be the right vibe. I love it. that bass. Yeah, the bass reads to me as a little corny. It's a little corny, especially the like. You know what I mean, that almost sounded like that. What's that? What's? I can't even. I'm not gonna go there. Whatever. It just reminded me another song, and I was like, oh, it reminds me of this, but forget it. Um. All yeah, right. It's a little, a little bit cheesy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Let's wrap it up. Um, thanks, guys, for tuning in to Sultan's a Slap. We will see you next week. Keep on rocking on. Table. Bye.